Streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and BlastTheRadio.com, this is The Lowell Green Show. The number to call and be heard around the world is 613-413-2217. Or email Lowell at BlastTheRadio.com. And now, here is Lowell Green. Thank you, John. Oh, boy. How many Canadians were killed in this morning's suicide bombings in Kabul? We don't know. Are the bombings over? Not likely. Latest word is at least 13 dead, by the way, including some American servicemen. Many injured, we don't know. The death toll will surely climb. In Canada this morning, a senior reporter asked Justin Trudeau, our esteemed prime minister, and he said, listen, in light of the disaster that is unfolding in Afghanistan, would you, Mr. Prime Minister, consider suspending the election campaign even for a few days so you can focus more on the disaster that is unfolding? Unquote. Very reasonable question. In his usual fashion, the Prime Minister didn't respond directly. Does he ever respond to any question directly? Certainly nothing that's embarrassing. He would only say that, quote, we are doing everything we can to continue to do everything we can to rescue people, or words to that effect. Every single day, he said, we get briefings. So, that's great, isn't it? We've got thousands of Canadians and allies trapped over there. We may have some Canadians dead or injured. We don't know. We don't know the fate, but every day the Prime Minister gets briefings. We've got nothing to worry about. He gets briefings, right? Every single day. By the way, the Prime Minister also said as recently as yesterday, we are going to continue the rescue events even after the August 31st deadline. As you know, uh, the Taliban placed August 31st, the end of this month, as a deadline. They said all foreign troops must be out, or, and they didn't say what they meant by or, but I think you can imagine. So the Prime Minister yesterday said, we will stay there as long as it takes to rescue all of our people. We will stay beyond the deadline. Ay, ay, ay. And then this morning, the last flight left. They, they stopped the rescue attempt. They didn't even make it to the deadline. The deadline is not until August 31st. Trudeau said, we'll stay until then. We'll do everything we can. Making We're getting daily briefings, so we'll do everything we can, and we will even stay beyond on the deadline. Knowing at the time, he must have known at the time that we were going to pull out immediately. We apparently got warnings about bombings, and so we pulled out. Now, I must point something out, that several nations pulled out. Belgium was one of them. But a number of nations have not as yet pulled out. They're still doing everything they can to rescue their people. Not Canada. Not Canada. What a, what a disgrace. Unbelievable. Now, one of the things, I, you may recall two days ago, I mentioned the fact that I knew that Canadians had been instructed to go to two and possibly three central locations where presumably they would be rescued. Well, they were not rescued, but that was the instruction. Um, I said that I knew the location, certainly of two of them, 
but I was really worried that we had assembled a large number of Canadians and allies in a central location, and that surely I was afraid the Taliban might catch wind of it. Well, guess what, folks? One of the bombs this morning went off right next door to the Baron Hotel. The Baron Hotel is one of those hotels that Canadians were instructed to go to. So exactly what I feared, and I'm sure that I'm not alone in this, but exactly what I feared would happen, happened. Now, we don't know if the bomb at the Baron Hotel, if it killed anybody, anybody injured. I mean, one of the problems is we don't have any Canadian officials over there to tell us what's going on. I mean, they closed the embassy down several days ago, left everybody abandoned there. So we don't know what's going on. All we know is, I, I, we, we know that many Canadians went to the Baron Hotel, and this is where they were supposed to be rescued from. And uh, this morning, somebody set off a major bomb outside the Baron Hotel. Now, there's one other major location where Canadians have assembled. Do the Taliban know where that is? Probably. I mean, this what, the, what, what we are doing in Canada is, is, is unbelievable. Ah, and as I say, despite the fact that Trudeau claimed and promised that we would do everything we can and that we would stay even beyond the deadline, we pulled out. We stopped the rescue attempt this morning, or maybe it was last night. Thousands, there's still thousands of Canadians. And by the way, many of those, we're now, we're, we're, the information is coming through in dribs and drabs. And one of the things we're finding out is that many of those who have been so-called rescued, about 3,700, apparently we Canadians have flown about 3,700 out. Don't forget about 800 of those were embassy staff. So in, in other words, we have flown out about 3,000 people. But they are now telling us that almost all of those people were holding Canadian passports, in other words, were Canadians. So interpretation, for the most part, we have left those who helped us, our allies and friends in Afghanistan, we have left them behind. We have abandoned them. And apparently there are still Canadian citizens that we have abandoned, turned our backs on. Meantime, the, uh, the prime minister of this country that has just turned its backs on its own citizens uh, continues to blithely campaign and when asked, could you at least suspend the campaign for a couple of days to, to spend more time focused? And no, no, we were getting daily briefings. Now, I, I want to urge you to do something. Not right now. I want you to continue listening and watching to this program. But as soon as this is over, would you please Google Kevin Newman, Afghanistan? Kevin Newman has been, I'm not sure if Kevin is in Afghanistan now. He, he has certainly been there. He knows the situ situation very well, and he knows a good many people, including a good number of Afghanis. The portrait that he paints of our so-called rescue events and efforts in Afghanistan are just, I mean, they just make your blood run cold. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. The, the headline of his article, and I'm not sure if it's been published in a newspaper, but it is certainly being heavily carried on social media. Kevin Newman, you remember him, a very respected journalist for a number of years. Kevin Newman, just Google Kevin Newman, Afghanistan, and there you will see the full story. It is headlined, Canada is slow, risk-averse, and selfish in our rescue attempts. Kevin's story paints a grim picture of the bureaucracy, the incompetence, and outright callousness and carelessness of Canadians so-called trying to rescue our friends and Canadian citizens. He tell, this, this is an incredible situation. He tells the story of French commandos manning buses 
Okay, the command French commandos landed. They rushed. They they somehow commandeered a big bus. They they drove the bus right through the center of Kabul, rescued French citizens who had been told where to go, and then armed. They plowed through a number of Taliban checkpoints, threatening the Taliban where they had automatic weapons. They just they charged right through, charged right through the big crowd there, right up to the right up to the airplane, unloaded French citizens. The plane almost immediately took off and rescued. In the first case, more than 500 French citizens. They did that once. And then they did it again the next day with a bus, French commandos. That's what they did. The Germans, they used a helicopter. They went in with a helicopter and rescued their citizens, flew them to the airport. The Dutch used a bus. So did the Danes used a bus. So did the Turks. So the Turks used a bus to rescue their people. And, and all this, you know, we knew this, but Kevin Newman has put it together in unbelievable fashion. What did we do? We sent the government of Canada sent a message to, to Canadians and anybody they could reach in English only saying, go to these assembly points, the Baron Hotel being one of them, um, dress red or get whatever you can that is red and make your way through the streets by yourself. Now, from, from many of the hotels or some of the locations, it's several kilometers. They have to go through Taliban checkpoints and to wear red. Immediately, the Taliban would know anybody wearing red is a Canadian, okay? So anyway, they were told, honest to God, it's there in writing. Wear red, make your way through the streets, no help. And according to Kevin, they didn't, the, the government didn't even notify the people where the checkpoints were, didn't even tell them what gate to go to. There are eight different gates into the airport, didn't even tell them which gate to go to. As a consequence, hard, hardly anybody made it. And even when some of them did make it, they, for some reason, the Canadian soldiers just ignored them. Or somebody's soldiers just ignored them, and they weren't able to get onto planes. No help in identifying checkpoints. No instructions about which of the eight gates to go to. And as I say very quickly, the Taliban learned that those wearing red were Canadians and were targets. An incredible bungalow. You've got to read the story. Kevin Newman, Google Kevin Newman, Afghanistan. You will, you will not believe, you will, you will shudder with shame. At, at the role that we have played there. Tell your friends, tell your relatives, tell your neighbors, you've got to read what's going on here. Anybody that's, that is even thinking of supporting this government, it, uh, support it all you want, but if for God's sake, at least find out what this government did or did not do for our friends and our Canadian citizens. It's a damning indictment of the Canadian government. Hard to believe that this country could be so incompetent, so hard-hearted, because many of the stories that Kevin relates indicate pure callousness. They just, Canadian officials, whoever was left, just didn't care. Not only that, but and, and while Kevin doesn't say this, what happened was, as you know, without any warning, we evacuated all of the people from our embassy. And then we told people who wanted the, 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 the Canadian citizens and others that in order to be evacuated, they had to get their passport signed or visa or whatever it was. They had to get other information, but they couldn't get it because the embassy was closed. And thousands and thousands of people, Afghanis and others, f flocked. When, when Trudeau said, we'll, we'll rescue 20,000 people. Thousands of people flocked to the Canadian embassy thinking they'd be right. There's nobody there. It's empty halls. 
It was, I mean, it's just unbelievable, the whole story. And now, even as the prime minister says, we're going to stay forever, we're going to stay as long as it takes, we pull out. Oh, my God. Any any comments, uh, John? Any 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 anybody commenting on any of this so far? Any texts? Uh, of course they are. Of let's course they it. are. Uh, I'm dealing with some internet lag, but nonetheless, here we go. On Facebook, four Marines were killed in that blast today, according to Fox News. Terry saying that. Uh, what a useless moron. Wake up about Trudeau, people, says Mark on Facebook. Well, by the way, we are on Facebook. We are on Twitch. We are on YouTube. Uh, or if it's easier, just go to 613tv.ca. We've launched there as well. Robert says, the cries for help from Afghanistan remind me of the cries for help from the Twin Towers. Joshua says, why would Trudeau suspend his campaign? It's not going to help him win, and that's all that matters. People will perish, and the blood is soaked in Trudeau's incompetence. On Twitch, we have a comment. It's too bad forces couldn't go in there and take care of those Taliban gutless wonders once and for all. Rick says, pity those who live, uh, whose lives depend on the actions of Justin Trudeau. Chrissy, your comment. This is devastating. Those poor people left behind. If that happened here, I'm sure we would get the help we need to get out. Ashamed for Canada's PM's response to this. Uh, Trudeau's waiting for the electric Jeeps to arrive, says Glenn. Oh, boy. Uh, Maggie says, Canada knew in advance, never thought to start removing people when we pulled out in 2014. However, many stayed to work with other countries to earn more money. There are also several dual-passported people there as well. Uh, Sonia says, this doesn't matter to Trudeau supporters. They are blaming Harper. Supposedly, he should have pulled everyone out before he left office. Never mind that JT has been in power for six years. I'm so ashamed right now. Sonia on Facebook. Thank you, John. Uh, Cheryl, Trudeau has failed both. Okay. Yep. Uh, meantime, through it all, Trudeau continues to defend his minister of women and her statement that the Taliban are, quote, our brothers. Now, I've, I've done a little bit of research here because the CBC and, of course, the liberals are claiming, well, uh, this, this was just a cultural reference that, that, my, you know, that, that Monseth made. I have learned that this phrase, our brothers, applies in the Muslim world to those you consider to be a very special, trustworthy friend, someone you have great respect for. In the Muslim world, when you say our brother or my brother, you are referring to someone you consider to be someone that you really respect. And in fact, in, in one case, they said someone that might take a bullet for you. So just keep that in mind, please. The other thing, and I mentioned this yesterday, and I don't know if the media, for the most part, has picked this up. To me, the most telling word that she used was not the brothers, but her word our. Because as a, as a minister of the crown, Miriam Monsef was speaking on behalf of the federal government, which was speaking on behalf of the Canadian people. So when she said, our brothers, she was referring to all Canadian citizens, inferring that somehow or other all Canadians think that the Taliban are our special friends and we have high regard and respect for them. That's what she said. She didn't say, my brother. If, if this was just a cultural thing, Muslim to Muslim, she would have said, my brothers. She didn't say, my brothers. She said, our brothers, speaking on behalf of the government of Canada, our 
brothers. And believe it or not, the CBC and the liberals try to defend this, claiming, well, it's just a, a cultural reference. Uh, it doesn't really mean anything. Excuse me. It doesn't mean anything. My goodness. Uh, we got to get a word in here for one of our, our dearly beloved sponsors. Shields, I've mentioned uh, a couple of times now that the environmentalists, the Canadian government, is uh, ruling that uh, many of the appliances, the cheaper models of appliances that are available right now, probably will not be available in the new year. Why? Because they all have to go to a higher energy level, okay? Which means that, as I say, a lot of the more reasonably priced appliances just will not be available. One of the problems here is many of these appliances, as you know, are made in the United States. The United States has no such ruling. So even though uh, Canada may say you can't sell them here, the United States is not going to remake some of these other models because this, this is only about 10% of the market in Canada. So it boils down to this, folks. If you're in the market for an appliance of any kind and you don't want to spend an arm and a leg, might check out with Shields right now. They'll tell you. They have a whole list of all of the appliances that probably will not be available for sale next year. Not because they don't want to, but because the government won't allow them to. So give Shields a call. Check out their website. You'll see some great specials there, by the way. Shields.ca. S-C-H-E-E-L-S dot C-A. John, we've got some more text here, please. Uh, Sonia, on Facebook, the Taliban are not my brothers. Our brothers are the 158 killed by the Taliban. Thomas says, isn't it sad that if you ask, that if you question what she said, you get labeled a bigot slash racist? Our first comment ever on YouTube. Thomas, thank you. Uh, and thank you to all who are sharing this on your social media channels. We had a comment today. Why are you guys not on conventional radio and TV? Uh, well, we're not. And we're, that's because we're too good. So when we're, you share we're us, too good. We're too good. We're too controversial. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, main mainstream no, media right. can't handle this. Mainstream media can't, media can't handle this kind of stuff. You have to kiss the, the prime minister's ass on mainstream media, except for Rob Snow. He doesn't do much ass kicking. But aside from that, pretty well, you got to kiss liberal ass or you're not you're not on the air. OK, go ahead, John, please. There you go. And that's why we need you to share, 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 share. You are our billboard and our TV ad. Joshua says, does Mon Seth mistake fear for respect? Kim says she should have her ass kicked to the curb. The Taliban are not our brothers, adds Reed. And Robert says Pierre should have pulled out sooner. There you go. Some of the comments coming in on social media for you, sir. Talking about, about Trudeau, something very strange occurred during the campaign yesterday. Um, out of the blue, for no apparent reason, Trudeau went to the media that accompanies him and said he would like to have an off-the-record meeting with the journalists. To their credit, my understanding is that the journalists, at least the great bulk of them, said, no, we won't do this. And good for them. Now, an off-the-record meeting means that anything that Trudeau said during that time could not be reported. And so there's a great deal of suspicion. What is it that he wanted to tell us that he thought might silence us? In other words, if Trudeau has got something else, some really other bad news coming, uh, did he want to have a, an off-the-record meeting here so that this would silence us about this later? I don't know. But to their credit, the journalists, or as I say, the bulk, I still haven't been able to find out if all of the journalists refused, but certainly I know that the reporters for the Globe and Mail and Global News turned them down and said, no, we will not attend any off-the-record meetings. This, this is very, very strange. I, I can't recall this kind of thing happening during a campaign before. 
Why would the prime minister ask journalists for an off-the-record meeting unless there was something that he wanted to spring on them which would silence them when the news came out elsewhere? Unbelievable, folks. You may, uh, you may have some thoughts on that as well. Um, by the way, I have to... Okay, John, we have some more texts here. I, I've, I've got some other really fascinating news for you. John, go ahead, please, more texts. Sure. Okay. Uh, text here at 613-413-2217 from Peter, who's texting from Facebook jail. Uh, right there with you, Peter. <laughs> Once again, Trudeau doesn't know what's going on. In the UK, they are going to recall Westminster for debate. Well, excuse uh, me, Nick Vanderjad, good to hear from you, sir. Yes. Uh, excuse me, John. Uh, actually, uh, immediately the Taliban marched into Kabul. Boris Johnson, the uh, prime minister of, of Britain, called an emergency debate of parliament and they began immediately to debate and as a consequence by the way as far as we know the brits got most if not all of their people out they acted much more quickly and one of the reasons was is that parliament was summoned and thus was able to instruct the military or whoever how to get people out and instruct the people who were there so the brits they did a hell of a great job getting their people out the French did a hell of a job because they they bucked up their courage, sent some commandos in there. Okay, the Dutch, the uh, the Turks, they they got most of their people out with buses. We, well, we're red. We said we're red. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, John. On Facebook, Nick Vanderjet. It is good to hear from you. Uh, we have JTF2 for this very reason. And he adds, this needs to be an election issue. Uh, Mike asks, why isn't anybody demanding her to resign? Sonia says, Global News and Globe and Mail. Okay, Sonia, I lost you there. Sorry. Guy Annabelle, good to hear from you. It is only a 1,500-vote swing required to unseat Monsef. 3,000 difference between the Libs and Conservatives in Peterborough. Some of the comments rolling in so far. You can email the show as well, by the way, lowell at blasttheradio.com. All right, you've got other things you want to get to, Lowell. Yeah, I just want to say I have some friends in Peterborough, and um, I don't I don't think they've ever voted Liberal. But you might ask some of your neighbors and friends, like, are you really prepared now in this upcoming election to vote for a woman who just described the Taliban as our brothers? Are you in Peterborough really, really? Do you people in Peterborough really think that the Taliban are your brothers? Are you really prepared to vote for that? Ay, 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 ay. Unbelievable. I, I, have, I have a bit of more fascinating news. Um, I've never been a great friend of Donald Trump, but, uh, you know, and some of the things he did made some sense, okay? At least he had some guts. So no matter where you stand on Donald Trump, whether you hate the guy or whatever, I want to tell you this. I love this. Before being ousted as president, Trump sat down with the leadership of the Taliban, or at least some of the major leaders. And he told them this, listen, we Americans have been in Afghanistan for 21 years. It's our longest running war. We're going to pull out. No question about it. We have trained Afghani soldiers, etc. But this I want to tell you, he said, and he looked bare, right, right at the Taliban leader and he said, listen, if after we are gone, you Taliban attempt to take over even 5% of Afghanistan, we know where your village is and we will bomb it into dust. Now, whether he would have done it or not, I doubt if the Taliban would have taken the risk. Would it have if if Trump were still in uh, were still uh, president of the United States? Would this have happened? Who knows? You can't say. But at least Trump 
what Trump said after when he was asked about it, of course, some of the left-wing media was just aghast at this. You're going to bomb the village to dust? Hey, said Trump, it's the only language these people understand. So, and, and, and that I think he was right. And by the way, one of the questions I have for the Canadian government, you know, wh why, why don't we stand up to the Taliban? Why, why haven't we said to the Taliban, listen, you know what? We're going to stay in Kabul until all of our people are rescued. If, if you do anything to stop it, by God, we will unleash the full might of the Canadian army. We will do whatever it takes, all right? Now, we may not be able to do any, but I'm going to tell you this. We still have a little bit of air power, and in all probability, we could convince some of our allies to, to assist us. At least we would stand up to them instead of running like scared chickens. I have, I, I have chickens out in my chicken coop, the coop to carp. they got more guts right now than this damn government. I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I think you get my point. You know what? I can go out and I'm going to tell you right now, if, if, there's a, if there's a hen sitting on a nest out there, there'll be a male reel, reel by. And if I try to disturb that nest, that rooster will come after me full blast. I mean, I'm almost six feet high. The, the rooster is, what, maybe a foot high? But he doesn't care. He's going to protect his hen, and he comes after me. God help us if we could do the same thing in this country. John, uh, we've got to get a word in here for Centennial Glass. Once again, good people. Glass of any kinds, folks. And, and, and here, here again, I want to tell you that in all probability, these days, I mean, the price of everything goes up almost every time you turn around. Whether it's cucumbers or apples, or beef, the price goes up, and the price is going up on almost all building materials. Most of us know that. So you got a project that requires glass of any kind, or could could be glass could be used. Give Centennial Glass right now. They'll be there. They'll give you a quote. They'll stick by the quote no matter what happens to the building industry. They'll do great work for you. Provide a wonderful warranty. Glass, glass of all kinds, custom furniture, windows, doors, you name it. They got it if it's glass at Centennial Glass. John, you're on CFRA with some more texts here. You're not on CFRA. You're on Blaster I'm on Radio. CFRA with I don't I don't want I don't want to be on CFRA. I'm quite happy here on Blast the Radio. That's funny. CFRA Isn't it amazing with, that after all these years it still sticks in your head. You have those to kiss ass. I know. You have to kiss liberal ass <laughs> to be on CFRA these days. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm Take not doing that. that anymore. I spent a good number of years doing yeah, that. Me too. Chrissy says apparently gas apparently gas goes up another five cents a liter for the weekend. Darlene says I want any liberals to see what is happening to those people. You own it and don't know how you sleep at night. Shameful. Uh, CJ uh, watching on YouTube. We have a chicken shit government. Uh, Cheryl, absolutely agree with you, Lowell. Rick says, Lowell, who would stand behind Trudeau's Canada? Angela says, Trump's texts were immature, but his policies were good. Uh, this would never have happened if Trump was in office as he would have unleashed on them. Trump had more guts than most world leaders. Mike says, I've seen some pretty mean roosters in my life. Sharp talons. And Arthur says, how can the Canadian government stand up to, quote unquote, their brothers? There you go. By the way, I made a mistake. I, I kept saying chickens, but I don't have chickens. I have pigeons, okay? Uh, but these these pigeons, yes, as do. I say, the male pigeon out there. If I just if I try to disrupt his hen sitting on a nest, that male pigeon will come after me. Believe me. Now, there's not a hell of a lot of damage you can do to me, but at least he tries. At least he tries, which is more than we can say <laughs> about this country. Oh my goodness! Listen, uh, John. Once again, just urge people to share. 
uh, please, please share if you, if you want to spread this message. As I say, this is one of the few places that's not kissing liberal ass constantly because we, we, you know what? No liberal is giving us any money. Any liberal giving you any money, John? Not giving me any money. You know, they have no control. So far, they're trying with Bill C-10 <laughs> to have some control over us. Yes. But so far, they haven't. All right. So if you want, if you think that this message is important or just a diverse message, if you believe in diversity of opinion, then share. John, just give us a little pitch there on that. On, on how to uh, share. The jumping off point is, of course, blast. Yeah, the jumping off point, of course, is blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. But we keep adding more and more platforms to this to make it easier and easier for you to A, consume it, B, share it. So we're on youtube.com slash blasttheradio. We're on twitch.tv slash blasttheradio. We're on facebook.com slash the Lowell Green. We are also on 613tv.ca. You'll be hearing more and more about that. And, of course, you can get the podcast, which is a recording of each day's show, available uh, wherever you get your podcasts and on your smart speaker. And if you want to listen live on your smart speaker, just ask Alexa or Google to play Blast the Radio. Thank you, John. Don't forget to share, folks. It's the only way we have of spreading the message here. That's, you know, a little the only job that we would ask of you. Don't send money. Uh, you don't, you know, we love to hear from you. There's no question about it, but share very easy to do. And yes. once again, I just want to remind you, please Google Kevin Newman, Afghanistan. If you don't believe anything I have said here or have deep suspicion and which is very healthy. All right. Be suspicious. Read what Kevin Newman has to say, and you will not believe it. You will hang your head in shame. It's sad, 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 and tragic. Thank you all. We will be back tomorrow. The Lowell Green Show is seen and heard live around the world at 2 p.m. Eastern. Connect with us online at blasttheradio.com slash Lowell Green. Can't join us live? Download the Lowell Green podcast. Available on Apple, Spotify, Google, and more. Ask your smart speaker to play the Lowell Green podcast. This is a production of BlastTheRadio.com.